Has your local footy club had a recent clangor or challenge? Well, Amy is here to help. The Amy Clangers for Good competition is back for 2024. This year, Amy are donating $10 for every clangor recorded during the AFL season with eight community clubs in the chance to win up to $15,000. If you want your club to go into the running in 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. That's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. T's and C's apply. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Let it be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile, healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. Welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week on the show, this man needs absolutely no introduction. We were so lucky to have him before he trekked off on his journey from bloody WA all the way across Australia to Sydney to Bondi Beach and far out. I swear to goodness, I just had no idea um, how crazy this was. I think I underestimated what he was really doing. I knew how big it was, but actually to see it and then see it happen and he'd actually come to fruition and now get him back and talk about it is amazing. It's Ned Brockman, uh, the running man, the incredibly strong-willed, mindsetted human. Um, absolute honour to get him back in the studio after raising bloody $2.5 million for homelessness and so much awareness for so many social uh, issues. It's um, uh, Sorry, as well as inspiring. The whole country's been incredible. So, so happy to get him back in and talk everything about his run. Uh, the challenging parts, and it, we see a different side to him today. One that's you know completed it now. He's having a bit of a rest and recovery, getting ready for whatever that next feat is. But um, yeah, really, honestly, enjoyed this chat that I just picking his brain on some of the things that he learned, and he was super honest about a lot of it. So um, yeah, some stuff that I'd never really heard before as well. So hope you enjoy it. I know you will. Hey, by the way, if you love the episode, if you love the podcast, or if you listen for the first time, um, it really does mean the world if you. Give it a like and a subscribe or a follow. Um, you have no idea how much that helps, you know, get the podcast discovered and um, and get it, you know, in the charts for other people to listen to, which at the end of the day is is uh, what we want to do is want to get in as many years as possible. So if you, if you do like it or even if you take five seconds now just to leave a little review and five stars, um, that'd be absolutely incredible. I appreciate it so much. IllyXX, hope you enjoy it. Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friends. So you can embarrass yourself, and I was like, bro, do you want me to do all seven verses? Bit arrogant. Didn't know all yeah. seven. <laughs> so I've been in a bad team for 10 years, and we got a chance to do something pretty special this year. All you can do is put your hand up and say you're wrong. Banter is a way that guys connect, a way that we can kind of play it safe with someone until we get to know them. I try to fix people sometimes. I'm like, Dan, stop doing that. Just listen. And you stack on top of that the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog. It's easy. They had no other way to get out of the cave, and we either turn our backs on them, in which case they're going to die, or we give this crazy idea a go. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Nedrick. Mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm, Mate. Uh, oh. I'm in the new studio. In I the feel, new studio. Yeah, I feel um, privileged to be here. I think on? that you were the last one we actually did out there. Yeah, like I was, the, this was in the um, in the make. You even had a few of the soundproof bloody tiles on yeah. the wall. and Yeah, I feel honoured to be here. Mate, what's been like, Let's. I don't even know where to start, but like, what have you been doing? Um, how are you? Post run. Yeah. Uh, how are I'm, you feeling? I, I feel everything at the moment. Yeah. A lot of emotions. I'm, um, I don't really know. And I think all this talking about it is kind of bringing up a lot of different thoughts. So I, you know, one day I'm one thing and the next day I'm something yeah. else, but, um, I'm good. I'm just, it's been a fucking roller coaster, just a world of everything, you know? So last fall, it's been a month, month and a bit now. So yeah, it feels pretty crazy to be finally out of it because it was just this whirlwind and been doing it like in the back of my mind for a year and a half now and it's finally over when you were there so when you i know i was sort of like communicating a little bit with you i, was, I didn't want to annoy you because i was just like watching it every morning my favorite thing was like getting up to see what had happened the next day so i was like going straight to strava yeah refreshing seeing like just what was going yeah. on and it was it was such a crazy time but were you so intertwined in the run that you weren't really knowing what was going on in the outside because I can imagine all this shit going on you're putting up these like awesome videos or whoever's doing that mm. but at the end of the day you'd just be so fucked I highly doubted you were actually checking that it was um it was quite distracting but I actually was I was because I was you know I'm very intrinsically motivated yes. but when it came to like the likes of Hamish Blake commenting and then I was you know getting messages off all these people Asanya. yeah mate my, my my guy yeah you know and I'm so that was like 
it was nice during the day when all that shit happened because I could, you know, get a bit lost in it and I could run and be on my phone and it was this was a thing. I was like, it was okay. But during the night, I was like getting those messages at night, especially the Adesanya one. I'm, yeah. It's 8.30 at night and I've got to be in bed and I'm just like fucking shadow boxing, yeah. like fired up because I've just got this message. I should be fucking in bed. Um, but no, I, I really, I really frothed it. Like I didn't want it at all at the start. Yeah. It was nothing like I was like, whatever happens if people get on board, great. Um, and then obviously the people getting on board will raise a lot more money because there's more eyes. But I, uh, I was like, whatever, whatever happens. And yeah, I just, I was loving it. Like, you know, I'd look another, there's another 10,000 followers in a day, you know? And like, I'm like, what the fuck? People are humming, they're loving Mate, this. So it was unbelievable. Yeah, like then, even when you like came in, I, I don't know the specific numbers last time, but I reckon I've just like look, looked it up then when you said it, just to clarify, you're, you have 243,000 followers now on Instagram and yeah. I, it's not, not that we're about that. The, the no. thing was about to raise money for yeah. and bring money um, to We Are Mobilized and, you know, make sure that things are, are tracking on that way. But yeah, to bring yeah. the awareness of that yeah. and the, the amount, like, you'd, I'd refresh. As much as I was refreshing that, I was refreshing yeah, yeah, your page just to see what was, yeah. like, going up each day. It was hectic. It was just like this. I was very real and raw and I yeah. always have been my whole life through everything I've done. But I feel when more and more eyes are on something and if that person, the person doing the something, if they are just being the most honest, real showing up each day and being them. I think that really resonated with people. So they were, they were just like, have you heard of this bloke? Bang, follow, mm. follow. And yeah, the fuck it, the followers for me, I don't, I do not give a shit. If there was 10 people down at Bondi compared to 10,000 when I got there, it didn't matter. It helped. And it was great that they were all there and mind blowing for me to run down. But at the end of the day, I was like, I'm still going to get it done. Yeah. Whether there's, you know, Three people or 230,000? No, nah, man, that was breathtaking. I was seriously trying to get up to Sydney just to, like, fucking stand there. And, I yeah. like, again, it just impressed me. It's, it's a beautiful community builder in the whole thing, really. Like, yeah. it made everyone feel like they were part of something bigger than themselves, which is it's like was, a, a wave. Absolutely. And yeah. what was nice, it was like, you know, you, you go to a footy match, you've got 50% of the people going for one team, 50% going the other. So there's, you know, a bit of hype, but everyone's yeah. – it's all a bit, you know. But when there's one thing, there's mm. no negative about it. It's like the whole – Everyone's going for the one footy yeah. team. So there wasn't a team of people anti-helping nah, homeless people or anything like that. There wasn't a... I mean, I mean, you know, there was a few. There was a few <laughs> yeah, up on the uh, on the socials, but, yeah. you know, you get rid of them pretty Yeah, good. you do. Yeah, um, block and delete. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The body. Let's talk about... Oh, I suppose it's going to come a bit. It's a question. Again, you'd be getting a lot, but I, I just find this part incredible. Like what's happening since? I know, like, when you finished, I was like, what's going to be the process... Mm. From finishing, like, are you going to go into a fucking ambulance and go and get like scans? You're going to go get checked up by the doctor. Like, what happened when you finished from the event? Um, funnily enough, if you said go run another ten days of you know close to 100k a day, I could have done it. No way, no, no, man, I you can't. I swear, I swear on my life. But it's because for a good two weeks after, I was just still on that High. overdrive, overdrive. Yeah. Like, I had, as I said, for a year and a half, I've got in the back of my head, this is what I'm doing. So. I turned into this fucking nut job that was like so hell bent on getting this done. So when I did get it done, it's like, oh fuck. And I remember getting asked, I was, it was like day 42 or something. We were in Yas, a family friend goes, so what are you doing when you're done? I don't fucking know. All I've been thinking about is the doing getting this. to Bondi. And this has literally been the goal, get the fuck to Bondi. And so when I did get to Bondi, I'm going, well that, when I saw him on day 42 and he asked, you know, what are you doing after? I was like, I was completely stumped because when you've got this goal and all your eggs are in that basket, mm. you're not worrying about anything else. And so when I did get there, I'm still thinking, oh, I'm going, going, going. But now it's like, oh, shit, what's next? Or what's the next kind of avenue I head down to make sure I get out of this? Because I can't run. I can't right now. I'm quite, you know, injured. Yep. And, and that's will answer the question. Mm. But, um, yeah, for right now it's it's making time for myself and – uh, being okay with not doing anything because, you know, we also have to be okay with that. Yeah. It's like recalibrating a little bit and just yeah. working out what's, what you want to do next. Because I had to go, like, I, I really did have to go to another level, which you don't, which in turn is going to drop you down really low. So if you're going and this massive hive hitting Bondi and achieving something so monumental, it's that the down as well is going gonna, is gonna to bring you down. Sure. Um, what goes up must come down. Are you absolutely. talking like euphorically? Like as in you finish, uh, you're feeling euphoria good. Euphoria and yeah. mental state as yeah. well. Like, like in terms of mental mental health, mental yeah. well-being, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've, I did the 50 marathons as well, which I've kind of been through it. I've been through that high and low. And the low for me that time was really hard because I've never had to deal with it before. But this time I'm like, of course I'm going to be low. I don't have to be sad, but I have to accept that 
the, I'm not, no one, you know, not everyone's talking about me at the moment. Not everyone's doing this. It, it's, it's just completely different. Mm. And um, I quite like being in it because it's just another challenge. Yeah. Another challenge. Exactly. And I get to um, be the best at this now be the best at dealing with, you know, that's, that's what I'm striving to be just the best at whatever it is. So talk us like, and this is just curiosity for me, cause I've, yeah. I've found this a lot, like um, even nearly like when I finish the season or even a footy season, but even podcasting and you sort of like go away from doing what you're doing. Mm. And you do, like I'm thinking about myself, you do fall into like a little bit of a slump because it's mm. been like no routine and you've yeah. done and what, like what, how have you dealt with that? And like, how did you identify it? Have you actually been actively pursuing to like get through that? Or is it yeah. Just, yeah. So funnily enough, I was speaking to Harry Garside yeah. prior to the run and he um, was talking about the a boxer always or you, whoever it is, an athlete, will always have the build up to the games, the fight, the whatever, but they never have a lead out so you've got this you know hype up and you do a strict training program for six to eight weeks or 12 12 months whatever it is and you finally do your event it might take however long and then we always get to that end you win your boxing match you finish your run mm. and you go get on the piss or you go party or you go oh my god we've done it and of course you're just gonna you're gonna go because you i guess you're still chasing the high and so all of a sudden there's this crash because there isn't routine there isn't anything mm. so thankfully i had this chat with harry and he's like you know i'm, I'm now implementing a like a three week, four week out of it process as well. And yeah, like it's exactly what I've done. I've just oh, put huge. in, yeah, amazing. And um, yeah, so it's just like dealing with physio, um, recovery. So going to a recovery center um, three times a week, just even just getting out of the house and not, so to speak, sitting with your thoughts other than when you're journaling. Yep. Um, big fan of journaling and writing down what I'm, what's going on in my head and how I felt this day. Why was I crying? Why was I happy? Why was I, you know, just really getting on top of that. Um, but yeah, making time and reading and I, I, it's just good. I get to now, um, sit back and, and re kind of look at where I want to go. And, you know, I've ticked this one off and now I want to look at the next thing. So yeah, mate. It's so fun. good. I feel like, you know, from the first time we met, which was, um, prior to that, and this is just a credit to yourself. And, and it, I suppose when you put you through, put yourself through something like this, not just the physical side of it, but the the public facing side of it, all these sort of things are looking at you. Like how much do you reckon you've actually just grown as a person personally from the experience and what have been like the main things? Because even like I know you've been doing a lot of interviews and stuff, yeah. but the way you articulate yourself as well now and the emo like you seem like you're a lot more in touch with yeah. that sort of stuff. Is that fair to say? I think, yeah, I definitely think. And I think it also comes from achieving something. So when you – like you, every man in the dog can say they're going to do something and getting through – like. For example, with this run, when I hit day 11, I had mm. this severe, severe injury we can get into, but um, I had all of over 2000 messages saying, well done, you've done enough. It's okay. You can, you've done more than enough. You do not have to continue. Um, you've raised $280,000. That's fucking incredible. How, how many people can say they've done that? And I'm like, this is the problem. Like, it's like, we, we can all, you got to stick it through. If you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. And so I just had this no, no, you've got to get this done. And so when I did, it's just this, you're like, now there's the beauty in that because you've, you've stuck through. And yes, my goal of the record had to change because I was like hell bent on that fucking goal. And then it very quickly changed to your, you, what you're doing is so much bigger than any record could ever be. You're inspiring a nation. You're raising a shit ton of money for a homelessness charity and you're getting people up in the morning. Like if, if Ned can do this, then I can do this. That was the message that was just coming on every mm. day and so yeah i just felt like my growth of course it, it's something that i um i will always aspire to do is keep growing and you know when we can always learn no matter how old you are how wise you are mm. um but yeah definitely throughout this and my i think my articulation of how i feel is through like experiencing yeah and so being able to do like I was on the road for 12 to 14 hours a day. So I'm thinking and thinking and then I'd, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. I'd get my notes out and write that. And some of my Instagram posts were like quite deep and people are like, he's not writing that, but that would be me throughout the day going, you know, it would be a, a quote I heard or, or something and then me conveying what, what I felt. And it was really, really cool. And and this, yeah, it's quite an out-of-body experience doing something like that. And 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 now I can actually sit and journal about the, all these things. It's, yeah, it's quite nice. And to be able to talk with you and other people, it's like, Oh wow! No, I am really getting through all this. So. That's awesome, man. Yeah, because I feel like from your experience with this, mm. when you do spend time with yourself, like you only have you and your brain to talk to. Yeah, like the the amount of shit that can go through your head, and 
and actually like ex- while you're experiencing and like those conversations you would be having, I'm sure that it went to like weird places too. I'm sure you're thinking about oh. fucking businesses you're going to start. Yeah. And, like, just like the weirdest shit that 100%. you like think through. Well, it's like some days like, <clears throat> you know, it was all I could think about was I've got to get 20K because then I can eat or yep. I've got to, you know, whatever. I'm busting into the toilet or whatever. But then there was the exactly that, like, why, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the purpose of us? <laughs> and then I'm out on the freaking Nullivore and there's nothing around me. And I'm like, what am I fucking doing? But then it's like quickly comes with like, oh, that's right. I got yeah. another message. I got, you know, I felt this overwhelming sense of like, you know, I got to 80K, like, fuck, you got 20K to go and you got another 100K done. Like, it's pretty nuts. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, let's start at the run. So, uh, sorry, go back to the run. So, you're starting day one, take off, all sort of smooth sailing till day 11. Is it, that's fair to say? Or um, was it? Yeah. In terms of injuries. In terms of injuries. Um, I had, oh, I, did you realize Finally how enough. hilly it was going to be? Not out of Perth. Yeah, okay. Nah. Because and that then, was a, that was uh, that rattled me too. Because I was watching you going like I didn't even think about it's incline. Fourteen hundred k on the fir- fourteen hundred <laughs> meters on the first day, which so much elevation. <laughs> it's a lot, man. Um, it was so funny. So again, with my like confidence, uh, when you do something like that, obviously your confidence is you are you are the man. Nothing can stop you. But prior to that, I was. I of course you have self doubt, right? Yeah. And when I was speaking to you prior to the run, I had the most severe knee pain, but I, I've set this goal. I'm talking to you. It's out there, right? I'm telling all these people about and, and all the K's I'm doing and this and that. And, you know, I don't need to tell people and deep down I'm going, oh, fuck. Now I've told everyone I'm going to do this. And I knew I could, but there's always that other side of you going, oh, you can't do it. And that this, this is that self-doubt battle every day, right? But I had knee pain. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I love this now because when we had that chat, yeah, right? About the trauma? About the, about the, not about like before when you came in and we are talking about it and I left and I was like, that was fucking incredible. But I was like, there's just no fucking way he's not doubting himself. Mm. But I said, I said, the reason he's not admitting that is because you can't admit that you before you go. In, you mate. can't let it step no. in. So I was like, that's so Imagine interesting to finally, one... you, yeah, you couldn't say that then. No. But in my head, I was like, I reckon there must be some doubt, but you can't let yourself say it before it happens, if that makes sense. I can't explain to you the power of the mind in that regard. So yeah. when you, even on the run, if someone goes, hey, feeling you, I've never, ever, ever been better, mate, in my life. Like, you just bullshit your way because if you, yeah, if you let a tiny little bit, that just becomes everything. And then that's your reason on day 11 to quit mm. because, yeah, I am in pain. But, yeah, so I've, I have I was in knee pain, like, the I ran probably 40k max a week after I saw you, um, which was about 10 weeks out from the run or, or yep. nine weeks. Yep. Um, and so I ran four, 40k a week, which is for the average Joe Blow, pretty good week for someone preparing to run 700k a week is not great. Um, I was smacking my strength training, but I had a, I was worried about my knee pain. Mm. Um, and I've gone to my physio and he's on, look, mate, it'll. You can't, no one died from sore knees, you'll be right. And so I just wrote that up on my wall, no one died from sore knees. Um, and then that was it. And so I just thought, okay, run with your knee pain. And then um, ran the Gold Coast Marathon, had a severe stress reaction in my tibia. Um, went and scanned it, took four weeks off running and strength trained two weeks out prior to this event where I'm running. No one knew. And uh, it was literally, wake the fuck up. What are you doing? You run 100K a day. Go to bed. What are you doing? Run 100K a day. And there was just this mindset of like, you are not fucking leaving. You're going to go out in a body bag, 100%. I, I dead set had to get to that level before I even started. Um, and so, yeah, I ran a <laughs> – I started off, um, got to day three, and my knees were swollen like balloons. My physio rocked up day three and goes, oh, shit, we got we got to get onto this. So he would wrap – my knee in cling wrap with um, hirudoid cream and Voltaren and they would just sweat all night. So a lot of inflammation happening, but this was like quite good, but it was putting a lot of stress on my liver. So every night I would just sweat and sweat and sweat because it couldn't get rid of this thing because he was cling wrapping it. So it would sweat, Yeah. but it would stay, you know, around my knee. So it would just continue to de-inflame, deflame, whatever yep. it is. Yep. Um, and then by day eight, the knee pain left. It was this, it was mind boggling. Like, you can quite literally run through this stuff. It's just, you don't, you have to, you get knee pain. You got to sort it out. You got to do strength training. You know, the, the, the classic physiotherapy way is to just, you know, sort it out, um, through time off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, 
we didn't have that luxury. So um, you can actually run through it. I wouldn't highly, highly not recommend that, uh, but you can. And so we got to day eight. My shin started playing up. I started feeling a bit of shin pain. And then um, my physio, Alex Bell, left on day 10 that night. And the next day I got to 42K and thought I've snapped my – like there's a crack in my tibia. I was in that much pain. I just – it was fucked. I've, I've strapped it up with white tape and like compressed my leg and put a um, compression sock around it. And I ended up getting the 100K done that day. So I ran 1,100K in 11 days. And um, that night I finished – the latest I've finished at like 9 o'clock. I pulled in the um, roadhouse and I've ice put straight in the ice and I just went, this is going to be grim tomorrow. Um, and then up at 3, 3.50 in the morning, started at 4.30 and I just could not run for the life of me. It was so swollen. It was just swelling all around my whole shin. Like it, I grew two testicles on my leg, dead set. And um, I tried, honestly, I reckon I tried 25 times to run and I just couldn't. So I walked 42K that day. I went, I've got to – because this is also the time where – I had this in the back of my mind and smooth sailing, I guess, in terms of distances, I've got this record in the bag and now I've got to kind of tell the people following along and, and tell myself that it's okay to only do 42 K 42 K is still fucking long way. But in the mindset I was in, I had to somehow justify it. Pulled a pin at 42, which was middle of the day. And then, um, went nice bath, laid down, thought we'll be right tomorrow. Exact same thing happened. Could not run 40 K organized a, um, a scan to the nearest MRI joint, which was 14 hours away. Um, cause you know, Australia is wide and vast. There's and not many on the nullable of the MRI. Funnily enough, there's yeah. not one in the roadhouse <laughs> yeah. in the nullable roadhouse. So we had to drive the road I was going to run. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. would have been a mind fuck. Mate. So we had to drive it that afternoon and we got to Wyala the next day. So we stayed in Sejuna, which is like middle halfway across the country. Got to Wyala and the sports doc in Sydney has, was ordered a, um, a rushed MRI and they got me in at 12 o'clock. I got the results at one and he goes, good news is you don't have a bone break. And I went, oh, fuck yeah. He goes, strongest bones I've seen. Bad news is you've got uh, tenosynovitis in your anterior, anterior tibialis, which is your shin muscle. Um, and put simply, it's an um, inflammation of your sheath around your tendon, which should be immobilized for six weeks. So you, you literally put it in a boot for six weeks. That's the protocol for that injury every, every day of the week. I go, okay, cool. So what's plan? What's, what's the other option? And he's like, ah, uh, there really isn't. But what we can do is inject it and maybe hopefully it works. Hopefully that injection will, you know, give you some relief in like five or six days. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we, we rushed an injection in this Wyala hospital. Like it's a crazy what someone with a bit of credentials can do like in terms of pull yeah, because you can't get an MRI there for two weeks if you live there. Um, but yeah, got in and um, got the injection, numbed it for about an hour and then it, the anesthetic wore off and um, I was back in pain and we found a dictus band, which is like a um, someone with dropped foot. Um, they tie it around your ankle and it lifts up your foot for people with lack of foot function. And uh, cause like dead set couldn't lift it up off the floor. And yeah, we um we drove back 14 hours that night. Gemma and my girlfriend drove back um, throughout the night, got back at 3 a.m. and started running at 5 a.m. and um, got the 100K done that next day. Mate, that is unbelievable. Yeah, and that was the start of the shit show with injuries. What was the, the part that I can imagine would have nearly been the biggest mindfuck, well, for me anyway, was the part where you're going so well, people are starting to really watch you mm. and then in your mind trying to convince yourself that 40Ks is okay. Mm -hmm. Like, because I know how much that would have hurt yeah. you to, to do that. But like, where did the reason come from there? Like, where did the reasoning come? Yeah, Who how, helped you reason that that was what had to be done? Yes. I know there was no other choice, but. Yeah. Um, and it was like, funnily enough, I was just like, I was just doing the numbers then. And I went, well, yeah. if I walk at 6k an hour for 20 hours i'll be getting done in 18 hours you know and then give myself two hours of breaks around it so you know i might eat lunch on the walk might have to do a few toilet breaks so it'll probably take me 20 hours to walk 100k yeah that was my like there was never ever ever a time where i was gonna say i'm done like it just was never never in the yep. picture and um I had little, like my mother was kind of saying, maybe we just do less and we drive the distance. And I'm like, we can't, I'm, I'm here to do this. I'm running across the country. There's no, I'm not 
doing any less than that. So it might be more days, whatever. I guess talking to my girlfriend and everyone around, it was just kind of like, maybe we do need to work this out because you are not like, they honestly just thought we we're going to walk across the country for the next 38 days. Mm. Cause I was just like, this is what we're doing. But I needed that reasoning from a, my physio who had left, which was hard because we yeah. were in a place with not much service and we're trying to reach him and he's trying to see people in physio in Sydney. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was more the, the reasoning and, and them going, it will be okay. We'll get it done. And I, at that point, I still had the record in my grasp if I could run by that um, on that day I started, but I just had a few more injuries that just stopped that from happening. But yeah, it was always like, I guess my, I had, had like three quotes that I always use each day was get comfortably uncomfortable, mm. which was kind of an overarching thing for the whole run. Just keep showing up and find a way. Yeah. So every time I, it was like, right, you've been dealt this, this adversity. How the fuck are you going to find a way? This is the, the North star is Bondi. You've got, a big roadblock, how the fuck are we going to get around it? And that was just pull every angle I can to get there. And yeah, we found it, found a way. You definitely did. Was there a time on the trip, like the support stuff of people around you, what you put between your ears and who's supporting you and talking to you in that time is so important. Like you can't have someone just saying, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it. No. But vice versa, there might have been times where someone's actually helped you buy into that mindset that you had yourself? Did someone help you like keep you true? I imagine like your, your partner, Gemma, like looking yeah. through her the whole time. Yeah. It's easy for a, a loved one to say, let's take the easy option. But mm. was there times where she was like, no, you got to fucking do this. Yeah. So it was actually really funny uh, on, well, it wasn't funny, the initial uh, thing, but so day, I think it was like 16, the day after I got the injection, we've run, I've run hundred K that day. And then the next day I'm starting, I'm, I just must've been in a fucking prick of a mood yeah. I was in it like I was in it and so instead of doing that myself and taking off at the like going off at the kangaroos or going off at the road I went off at my family and everyone there um and I Gemma looked at me pretty funny because I've obviously said something but I don't remember it and then I just went what's the fucking what's the attitude about and she's like yelled it she's like what the fuck you're scaring me and I'm like I'm scaring myself like this is getting pretty fucking hectic out here mm. and then I told her to fuck off and I completely out of line. It's the biggest, one of the biggest regrets of that whole trip was, but I snapped and I'm like, I'm, what am I doing? And she's just going, I can't be here. Like, this is terrible. And she yeah. drove up to mum and mum just hopped out of the car and goes, don't you ever speak to your girlfriend like that again and do not speak to us like that. And I just went, oh yeah, you piece of shit. You've, wow. you've just been, you've just been pushing and pushing and pushing the people who are here to help you. Like, no one cares how much pain you're in, mate. You're being a piece of shit. And so I went, oh, fuck. I've got to backtrack here. And so I ran 20K. It was the easiest 20K of my life because no matter how much pain I was in, I was literally ruining the seven people I love. Yeah. Fucking ruining them. So we got to the 40K point and I walked into the van. I hugged mum. I said, I'm so, so sorry. Hugged dad. I said, I'm so sorry. Went to Gemma. I'm so sorry. I love you. i I'm, I'll never do that again. I'll be shitty. I'll be in pain, but I'll never do it at you guys. And from that moment on, it was fucking amazing. Mm. So everyone's, I just, and then I, at the end of that said, but do not tell me to do less than hundred K. And so mum just went, sure. And from then on, I'd, I'd pull up and I'd be like, this is fucking, get up, mate. You got to get moving straight away. And so, yeah, that belief from them all, but even them all to, we all hit the roadblock and there was no one going, oh, it was just like, Right, what's your plan, Ned? And if I didn't have the plan or I couldn't think up the plan, it would be Alex the physio or Gemma or mum. And so, yeah, having that team to be able to make those decisions as well as accept my decision, it was just, yeah, beautiful. And that that's the reason we did get to Bondi. Without them, I would not have got there. And maybe, mate, without like that adversity and that little breakdown, you might not have really even fixed it either. Like, nah. Because that maybe, shit helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Like clarity. Maybe they, you know, this happens day 25 and they're somewhere near an airport and they go, right, we're going. Yeah, see, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they couldn't yeah. go, yeah. And, but I was, I was just very lucky and, and grateful that they, you know, I was completely out of line but took took the fact that I might have been in some pain and, and might have snapped out of out of line a bit. Yeah, but I think it shows the character of your, your mum, your dad and, and your partner Gemma to yeah. just be there and, and you as well. They wouldn't be there if they didn't um, support or love what you're doing. So that's Absolutely. huge. I appreciate you sharing that. That's no, really that's cool because a lot of people want to share all the good things, but I think sharing that stuff's a bit where you're like, that's actually the most important part of it. Absolutely. Like, and there was some like, there was in, it was intense out there. Like there was days I would, like it wasn't at them, it was, just me, I was like, there's videos of it, but 
I would just scream and a demonic scream. It wasn't like, ah, it was just yeah. like the gut wrenching, violent scream that would you raise your hairs on the back of the neck. Cause I'm just in, I can't, I can't even get my legs to move. And so like that for them would be so fucking hard. They can empathize, but they can't be in my head. No matter how hard they tried, they would not be able to understand what I was going through. Even though they saw it, it is a whole nother world. That pain. Yeah. And pretty cool. Talk us through um, a nightly routine. So you finish a run. It looked like you're getting a couple rub downs, like you'd yep. sort of get on a table, get a bit of a rub. Like how much like eating, recovery, like how long did that all take post yeah. a night? Um, so post run, I would chocolate milk straight away. That would be my – I, I hate eating – I, I was all right eating throughout the day, but when it got to at night, I, um, yeah, I really struggled with getting cows in. Down, yeah. So I would just, just sugary drinks. That would be what I'd do. So mm. the milk was in and that would be in the car on the drive to either the, um, motor, the, uh, what do you call them? Motorhome. The fucking roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were staying at roadhouses along the way where we could, but a hundred K might stop me 40 K from the roadhouse to or from it and so we would have to drive. mark spray paint the road drive and in the morning leave at 4 15 in the morning drive back 40k start at the pink spray paint and then go again so that was fucked as well but anyway it was always it was always much worse uh going past it no going before it driving to it seeing where you run have to run the next day and then coming back and then actually running it anyway um yeah, so we'd get back and some like on a really good day, I'd finish at 6 p.m. on a fucking usual day. It was probably 8 mm. or 7.38. I'd be I'd be happy with a 7 o'clock finish, um, but there was, yeah, way later ones. Um, and then I'd be in the car. We might be a half-hour drive, a 20-minute drive. I'd be taking all my tape off because everything was taped and then straight in the ice. If I couldn't have an ice bath, I would ice my feet and like from my knees down. Um, for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or as much as I could handle because it's funny, you're in so much pain for 14 to 17 hours. The last thing you want to do is put your feet in ice. It hurts. Even though I was doing 10-minute ice baths prior to the thing, I'm like, I could think of nothing fucking worse than giving myself another 10 minutes of torture. Mm. Mm. Um, so I just wouldn't. And then I'd hop on the um, bed when my physio was there and he'd just go, Wado, where, where's your worst thing? That's like what's causing the most trouble? And it would just be back get the calves done and then quads, hemis, rub down. And then it would be food either before or on the table and then in bed. And some of those beds were shocking. So. I can imagine. Hours, how many hours were you averaging? So my moving sleep. time, I was, oh, okay, sleep, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, sleep, two. To be honest, I don't think I slept more than four hours in one night I would because I would just toss and turn. After day one, my, as I said, nervous system was just in absolute overdrive. Um, and when you're, you can't get your heart rate down, you're breathing. And I tried to breathe and tried to, you know, mm. meditate a bit, but it just didn't work. And so my hips were in so much pain. Um, and on these beds in these roadhouses, it feels like spring, spring central. So, um, yeah, I would just toss and turn, but I had to change that narrative from being a negative, only getting two hours to you're in bed for six to eight, you've got your legs up. Yep. Um, and that happened, that was a thing along the whole trip. It was like. You know, I got the WA South Australia border. I'm like, oh, fuck, you could either go, I've, I've still got two and a half thousand K or oh, I've just crossed a whole state in nine days. That's fucking sick. And so that was, I think, a big factor in getting over the line for sure. There's a, I, I speak about this a lot, but there was like a really big epiphany for myself a while ago. Like I, I'm, and, and to talk about this now, it sounds funny because it's, the, the stakes are a lot lower. Mm. Um, but I, I'm like extremely claustrophobic and I hate bit like going in tunnels and things like that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to challenge myself this year and go on this camp. And we went caving. Yep. And I fucking hate, I fucking hate it. Oh. Like genuinely hated it. Yeah. And it's something that I really, like, I'm not it's saying like shit. I'm scared of it, but I like, I actually am really like claustrophobic. Like, I'll freak out, yeah. like, you know, going to one of those things. And, um, a coach, a former coach of mine, David Butterfield, who I've had on the podcast, he was a high performance manager, one of my favorite people, you know, just to mentally, he's incredible. Mm. A lot like he would, you'd love me. I, I want to tee you guys up. Yeah, he's awesome. And we're talking about this, you know, the like state of panic and fear mm -hmm. and pain, all those sorts of things. And he goes, you know, there's lots of things you can do. You can breathe, you can, you know, go to your triggers, um, you can meditate, you know, you can do your all these sorts of things. And he's talking through them. And then he goes, but at the end of the day, you just tell yourself to get it fucking done. 
Yeah. And like, I was sort of sitting there because in the whole thing, I'm like, all right, I'll go in there and I'll breathe and I'll do all these things. And as soon as I got in the cave, all that shit went out the window. Absolutely. And I was like, I might have to bit this out, but I was like, just fucking do this. Like, just fucking get it done because you yeah. don't, you'd like, just fucking do it. But I, you know what I feel that is? That's that fight or flight survival mode yeah. kicking in because that's without that, we'd be, we'd all be hopeless. We'd all be dead, to be mm. honest. But like that fight or flight, I was, that was humming all day for me, every day. I was in this survival mode. Um, whether I want to believe it or not, I was. And hence why I had this massive crash after. But mm. yeah, in, in that exact scenario, it's like you can have all the tools and all the fads, but as soon as it comes down to it, it's like yeah. just get the fucking job done. Did any of those tools, like was, was there a tool that did help you through? I know that you'd get to those points where it is a fight or flight and you're like, fuck it, just do it. Yep. Like none of these are working. But was the did you find any strategies the best? Like what what did help you throughout it? Was it reading messages from people? Was it knowing you're having impact? Was it, you know, trying to do your breathing or talking to your love? Like what was anything? Throughout throughout the run specifically, um, the best thing I did was tiny goals. So it wouldn't be get the hundred K done, it would be five K. Get the five K. Yeah. Get the five K. Oh great, I'm at twenty. Okay, now that's fucked trying to get going in, get a K done, get 500 metres done. Honestly, it was just like to that extent. And so, yeah, that that was good. Like tiny goal setting was one. Um, another one was music. For the first week, I didn't listen to music at all. I didn't listen to any podcasts, listen to anything. I just mm. was like, listen to the torture yourself. Honestly, torture yourself. Listen to the road trains. Listen to the road kill. Like smell the road kill. Take it all in. And... Then when I got to like day eight, day nine, I was like, okay, you can use music at the last 20K. So I would reward myself with the music. They were other little tools, but yeah, you always find. And then, you know, it's down and you feel like crap and you go, right, oh, what motherfucker told me I couldn't do this? <laughs> okay, that's another one. But yeah, there was a, there was a lot, but that, they're the main two, I think. The- what were you um, listening to mainly? Music, um, like music and podcasts. What were things like that you were intaking at that um, stage? I Honestly, I got, I thought I'd, Almost completed Spotify at one point. <laughs> <laughs> After day ten, I was like, right, it. Um, it. And I didn't think anyone would be able to do that. But yeah. um, I and and honestly, by day twenty, that went out the fucking window, and I just started at four thirty in the morning, just blasting my eardrums with ACDC yeah. because yeah. I'm not torturing myself anymore, mate. I'm enjoying this, yeah, um, as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I was I was blasting my daily mix too, which was all Akadaka rock yeah. and. And then I would get over music, so I listen to podcasts. But then sometimes a lot of the podcasts, not yours, but um, they'd be would, slow. Yeah, or? would honestly be slow. It would just be like, this is this is not what I need right now. Some days would exactly what I needed because yeah. I'm like, my heart rate, every all my energy's up. I need to just chill out here. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a fine balance. It was like you just you said to find what worked. And some days Miley Cyrus was it, or some days Miley Avril Lavigne, or Miley whatever. Miley Cyrus is good. Avril Lavigne is good as well. She's a queen. That's one person I love. I love that me. song, What the Hell by Avril Lavigne. Great song. Oh, my life. I've been good. good. Yeah, there's another one. Um, Skater Boy. Yeah, obviously. That but, sort of sucks, but yeah. the, What the Hell is, is what actually the hell is great. It's a massive track. Oh, Keep Holding On. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's a good song. It'll get you through. Yeah, that yeah. does get you through. Actually, it's, wasn't it's even funny one of my songs you find of the motivating. Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't one of these songs. Yeah, should have been. Yeah, what, what the yeah. Hell is, yeah. is good, though. Yeah. Um, favorite stretches of the run and yep. more maybe even just like even just scenery or mm-hmm. what you enjoy, like weather, what you enjoyed the most, and then yep. worst stretches. You can start it at either all point. I'll do favorite. Um, One... One part I really loved was so we hit Sejuna and I had a had to get an uh, Achilles scan because I was adamant I'd snap the um, plantaris. Yes, which is a non-needed muscle anyway. I've so, actually had that removed. Yeah, there you go. It's um, it's benign. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it doesn't it's not used. Yes. So apparently it was this. I don't know if this is true, but apparently it was used for when we were like uh, like a. Gorilla, like you know, like back at our apes form, and apes and stuff, and it was used to like strengthen your feet around trees. There you anyway, go. That's what I used to. And we don't do that anymore. We don't so use that. It's yeah. redundant. Yes. Um, but it's a bitch because it can be super painful when you tear it, and that's it's like you can't, like you can run on it, it will do nothing. But the pain I felt, I thought it was that. So anyway, we got a scan. Um, but the day of me resting prior to the scan was in Sejuna, and we're sitting down. We've taken half a day. I'm looking at the sunset on the water and we're like, this is just beautiful, isn't it? And um, we looked at the – it was just next to where we're sitting, the Indigenous term of Sejuna meant um, 
uh, place of rest. And it was just like this hmm. really like magical meant to happen sort of day. And it's just like this beautiful sunset and we're calm. We've just raised half a million dollars and this is your place of rest. And we we're just like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe today is meant to be like this. And I was, again, another thing being okay with only getting 25 K or whatever it was that day, um, 35 or something. And so, yeah, that was beautiful. That was a really nice part. And we got to eat oysters and sit up. It was just real, like, um, not treats, but the, the no almost normality of the privileged life we have, I was mm. able to get back into that. I was like, Oh my God, fucking oysters. How good is this? Like, this is lovely. And so, because we've just been on this groundhog day each day. And so this tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of like a life no, yeah. prior was, was really sweet. Um, Those oysters would have been, that's a long way from the ocean. Oh, no, no, it was right on it. So, oh, is that so right? Sejuna is at this, at the water. Whereabouts? In South Australia. In South Australia. Like oh, right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Going that way. Okay. Um, and so, so yeah, right on the water. Okay, Great. good. Really. I thought you were like middle of Australia nah, eating oysters like, at like oh, a roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's straight from the tuna. Yeah, it's the tuna. Beautiful. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that was lovely. Um, but no, it was great. Yeah. Um, probably the worst was out of Perth. That sucked. Um, but Balladonia, so day eight or nine, it was just rolling hills and a thousand meters of elevation over hundred K. So completely unknown that there was going to be all these hills. I just thought, I thought Australia is flat, man. Mm. Like obviously blue mountains, but other than that, it's pretty flat. She's not. That. Yeah. It's like 30,000 meters elevation, the whole, the whole 4,000 K. So anyway, go figure. That takes as well, like just to give context and I don't know this, but I'm, I know what it's like running up the fucking tan hill, let yeah. alone, you know, like a hundred Ks of it. Yeah. How, many, how much more time that added on to a hundred Ks oh. than no, like a flat run? Minute per K. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was, you know, a long time, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's all right. Maths, I'll mm. go with it. Mm. Um, don't fact check. No, no, no. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that day eight to nine, I felt really vulnerable and lonely. No, not lonely. I felt alone. I know two different things. Like I'd feel you can be lonely, but being alone, I felt like I was out there completely on my own. I felt so vulnerable and it was really scary. And these rolling hills. So even my crew might've been over the top of the hill, but I didn't know. It might, they might've been 5k away, but I felt like no one was there. And so they would leave as soon as I'd have the toilet break or food. And yeah, that sucked. So that I aligned that part of the road with that vulnerability and really quite scared first only day I felt scared um and that was really confronting for me I've never felt I felt quite powerful this whole run other than the days I was injured even then I felt like fuck I'm getting through this 100 running 100k a day while these injuries are still on me like that is powerful mm. um but yeah though I think Balladoni day eight was, was pretty sucky and then um the longest straightest road in the country is the, it's on the western side of the Nullarbor Plain and it's 150k straight and flat and you're just staring at the horizon which is the road in front of you mm. and yeah that was pretty it'd daunting. be nearly like a mirage like not being able to see any change in mm. something like you just feel like you're not going anywhere but you'd see a car 50k away and you go oh this car's almost here oh this car's gotta be here <laughs> oh. oh fuck that car has gotta be here it would only be like you know what I mean dead set I think you can see 50k yeah. don't fact check that either yeah. but like you can see the horizon at 50k away. Fuck so hell. yeah, there would be cars like right on the horizon on this freaking show. Yeah, right? that's how long it is. Um, it's not. Do you have any close calls with cars or trucks or anything like that? Trucks every day. Yeah. Um, th three really, really bad truck encounters. More because I had headphones in and I had to run on the side they were traveling. So you'd see them coming at you. Um, yeah. Or so I was in WA. I had to be on the left hand side of the road. So running with the traffic. Yep. On the in South Australia, I had to be on the right and running at the traffic. But in WA, there was times where, because I had to be on the left-hand side, mm. earphones in, trying to get through the run, and then there'd be a 50-metre-long full-load truck who doesn't clearly like runners out on his road. No. Some Most were really great. Most were fucking legends, always tooting. They all knew my life story by the end because they'd passed me 10 times. But there was ones that really fucking hated me or hated us being on the road. And, like, even Gemma in the support vehicle, they've got to swerve around or – you know, the, the, but we were, we were always on top of it and get on the UHF. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember getting 
I'd lost quite a bit of weight straight up. So I was quite light and my whole body was like, felt like a feather at some point. And then this, this, these trucks had pulled like the wind draft would yeah. dead set pull you in. And like I, my elbow scraped one of the tail lights and I'm like, that is fucked. Like that is, I had to pull over and be like, whoa, you, you, you're lucky here. Um, and then other ones, like when I was on the right side in South Australia coming at me and like trying to swerve me off, like full, yeah, lose. Um, but yeah, no, nothing more than the road trains. Fucking hell. And you try, the problem is you couldn't get away from because the camber of the roads, like. Yeah, it comes in, doesn't Tilted it? Yeah. so bad. And so you're not going to, I'm going to roll my ankle if I run on that. And, and then the, the shoulder of the roads are all of a foot. So yeah, anyway. There's it's no all foot, fun of it. There's no footpaths. No, funnily there. enough, no. Yeah, not yet. Paved footpaths. The, the crazy, and just for anyone, like I'm sure everyone understands that, but like when um, you're on like a freeway and you know you go past a big truck like driving somewhere, and you know like when you obviously move your vehicle, but you like go, fuck, fucking yeah. hell, like that. Just like imagine being a person Mate, next these, to a man. Some of it's these crazy. trucks, um, they're I think they can hold up to thirty ton a, a trailer. So that's a, over a hundred ton plus the weight of the vehicle. You're, there's 150 ton driving at you. Yeah. And that, I don't know in terms of wind draft, but that's a lot. A lot. Yeah. We'll do the maths. Yeah. We the, will check that for sure. <laughs> the, um, I think while I was talking about all this stuff, like we forget, we don't forget, but the impact of having on people must have, like, did you expect that? Like I knew, I know you th- you went out to raise money for our homelessness and, mm-hmm. and people affected by homelessness, but then the ongoing effect of everyone else that's sort of affected maybe just in, by inspiring mm. or anything like that. Did you, did you expect or could you expect the amount of people that it reached out with stories and stuff like that from that? <laughs> I knew it would, it would reach a lot of people. I knew because just even from the 50 marathons, which didn't have much coverage, which didn't, you know, raise a heap of money in terms of how much we have raised. Yeah. I knew it would, get people motivated yep. but i didn't really realize to the extent no there was even even like people going out on the street and talking to homeless people like yeah. just the amount of message i said i had received from people going um because of you i'm I now get down to i height and ask how their day is and go you know what well, why how are we here do you need anything and so that was that was pretty cool but yeah the the motivation is always that's something I want to continue. I want to be that bloke that not necessarily Goggins wise, but like, you know, the, I guess the Aussie Goggins, you know, you, you think yeah. Ned fucking Brockman, he's going to, he's getting up, he's going to get out after his day. So why can't I? Um, and I love, I love being that person. I want to be that. But that's what it turned into, man. And I think like, even for me and all the boys, like we, we'd come in every day and we, we have a bit of like a, a fitness, like challenges that we said each yep. other all do like gym and we'll go for runs and those sorts of things and like darcy heaps of times he'd, we, we'd, we'd all come and be like fuck i could not be fucked doing a run today and then i was like well ned's running a hundred and i can't <laughs> even go out and run like five so we'd always just like joke about that and i think like if we're doing that imagine how many yeah. other people that sort of like well, gone on to as well it's baffling to me like even walking from pran to here like i get I've had 20 people, honestly, yeah. on the on the 20 minute walk go, Daddy, oh, I recognize that mile from anywhere. Hey, show us it. No. <laughs> it's fucking scary. Come on, women, just settle down. That's um, huge. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was pretty my, I, I remember seeing your, um, thing on list cloggers with, um, Dan and you going, yeah, yeah oh, he, he told, I told him he was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dan was saying like, well, that was in his head, uh, Dan was saying because he ran the marathon as well. It was sort of inspiring yeah, you a little yeah, bit yeah. as oh, well. He told me it was all me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I really enjoyed that. So good. Great content. Um, in terms of people as well that reached out, I know we said before, <clears> but like the Adesanya, um, Hamish Blake, who like, you know, Australian up there. Comedy with, icon. Yeah, you know, just an icon of Australia. Okay, I don't know man. anyone who doesn't like that bloke. How was that? getting those sort of people sort of join the join on the run and support you and show love in a weird way i almost manifested it um i know i'm not saying i've deserved it or whatever i just mean that like i had pictured this adesanya moment for years i had pictured the jimmy barnes moment for years being up on stage and like dead said i mm. i've every harvest and jimmy and working class man came on on the radio i would be 
envisioning me being on stage with Jimmy Barnes. It's like this, so good. It's, it sounds ridiculous and to the normal person, me telling you, it'd be, oh, fuck off. But I dead set manifest this shit so hard. And so when, but also when you're in this depths of hell doing a thing that is so, I guess, out of worldly, this run, it's like the things that would once, you know, in your day-to-day life, something so up like that usually would go like that'd be your day, right? You'd mm. make your day. But when I got the message from Adesanya, I was hyped, hyped up and excited, but I was like, I gotta get, I got a job to do. Mm. When I got the thing from Barnsley and I, I was like, I got a job to do. When I did like Hamish Blake commenting, I'm like, this is amazing, but this is all a part of it because at the end of the day, they're all here to see this and see me succeed. So I've got to get this done. Um, and so, yeah, it was a nice fine line between, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And there's so much support, but they're also following along and enjoying me being me. So like I'm mates with Hamish now, I went for dinner the other night and it's this, this, for me, it's crazy, but it's also like, no, you've earned it and you've, you have, I guess, paved your way. Mm. Um, and I'm, it's, it's exciting. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll envision another few other things and we'll get there as well. But Mate, I'm but like, it's life, right? It's crazy. Like you get to, you actually get to make your, what, where you want to go. And if, all stars align. It's going to happen. Hundred percent. We like. We, you know, I, I feel blessed to to have even have this sort of relationship with you now. From from coming in before and being a part of it, I feel like I'm really like on the journey um, in that sense. But it's crazy because um, we speak about this a lot about like you are the you know the direct correlation of who you hang around with. So yep. like you know who you are is what you reflect and that's what you become and all these yep. sorts of things. But that's not to say you can actually target people that you want to be more alike. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you want to be a better um, runner or a better c- c- public speaker or just more positive, or less, you can actually go and find those people. For sure. And you can you can attract more things from them. It's like that's what you've done with Adesanya. That's Absolutely. What you've done with, like, and, like, I'm I'm messaging Adesanya. Like, we're dead set messaging. I'm, I'm <laughs> going, fucking cool. I can't wait for, your folk for the fight on the weekend. Oh, thanks, brother. You still inspire me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, but, man, I think it's got to, there's got to probably be a time for you where you flip that and it's like – people will be feeling that about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. It's Which is a really cool, like, pinch pinch yourself moment mm. too, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's crazy. But, again, you like, even, like I bring it back to me rowing at, um, at school and in year 10 or something. I remember this um, bloke who was always going to row for Australia, but he was young and he was in the top boats in for, like, in the eight for Australia, but he was 16 at the time. And he was in the under-16 men's skull and I was in there, right? Not a good rower, but it was state state final and there was another quite good rowers in there. But for me, I was at the time, I was tiny little, but always gave everything a crack. And I remember all I wanted to do was meet this bloke. And I was like, you know how he's going to respect me is get on that podium with him. Mm. So I'm rowing along and I'm like, fuck, surely I can snake third here. Like I've never ever won a rowing race in my life. And I just went, I want to, I want to meet this bloke and I want to be around the people he's around. And that, exactly that, as you said, I just went, here's your opportunity, go do it. And I rode my fucking ass off and came third and I'm up on this podium. Mum's looking at me like, what the fuck did you just do? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, here you going, Cormac? <laughs> like, honestly, it was, it, but this is how, this is how my head works. Yeah. And then with, without a son, I'm like, okay, Puma, how are we going to make this occur? I'm going to put him up in my garage. I'm going to take a photo and put on my story and I, he's, I'm going to wear him down. He's going to fucking see me one day. I'm going to do something so gnarly that that bloke is going to be my mate. Here we are. It's honestly, it's, Mm. I've envisioned the whole Joe Rogan, me sitting down with Rogan going, this is blah, blah, blah. And it it will happen. I'll tell you, mark my words, four years time, it'll be done. I can see that, man. Yeah. That's so good. What are you you doing to do that? Like what, what is, I suppose without jumping too far ahead now, but like, no, fuck it. Let's go. What's, what have you thought? What's next? I can imagine something already just. But what I think people don't like saying what it is they want to do because they don't have the fear of failure. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll get knocked down 10, go up 11. Like it doesn't, mm. does not bother me. And I, mate, I'm getting goosebumps again talking about it. This is my, this is, yeah, I feel, and I want to te- not teach people as well this, but I want to be able to tap into people's heads and go, you can do this too. This is, I, I feel so powerful in this kind of aspect. Um, in terms of the Rogan thing, I'm I'm gonna put, bin this if it if it doesn't work. I'm gonna blow his dick off, mate. I'm gonna fuck it. He's not gonna have any idea. He's I'm gonna do something so out of this world that he just goes, "What the fuck, man? 
we need that guy on Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like I'm like it, I will. I I know in two years time we're gonna do another thing, and he's. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to put out what I'm doing yet because yep. I need to make sure it's, it's all set, and then I'll put it out, and I'll yep. come back and have a chat to you about that. Well, please do. Have you got something in yeah, mind? Yeah, I do. But yeah, I, right. Yeah, it's it's um yeah for sure. Is it? Can I ask? Is it like? Is it similar to what? Is it like running? Or is um, it? It will. It will be running this time around. Yep. I don't want to keep like I. I love. I love that running is what I can do, and I can running for me is that one one sport everyone can do. Yeah. Some are obviously better than others at it, but it's you are you. The only limits you like you. You might be able. You might have run eight k. It's like I can. I can run twelve, and you can keep pushing yourself in it. It's mm. always that, and so yeah. I, I think this time around we'll be running. Um, I know it will be, and then it might be like fuck, kayaking or fuck, whatever. Yeah. Uh, physical and I don't know, but it will definitely be because I, I don't want to keep talking the talk either. I want to definitely walk the walk, like. I don't want to be that bloke that lives off his one, like or two things he's done, and go and make money off it and do this. It's it's not me. I, I need to feel like I'm gonna die every two or three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fucking fired up again. Yeah, yeah oh, mate. I'm, I'm excited too. I'm <laughs> run through a fucking brick wall. Yeah, that's, um, and that is yeah, what I want. <laughs> the just I don't want to I don't want to miss that part about what you said before about like you don't want to sit down and literally teach people. But I think by just doing it, you're inspiring people. And mm. I know you're doing a few talks now as well. I was at Carlton last night and. Um, oh, they had a, a staff, um, the high performance staff that had a retreat and I was yep. going there just to like, not, I was going there yeah, to do like a Q and A and a host down in, at Hillsville. And they said, mate, we had fucking Ned Brockman this morning. Vossi's fucking pumped the whole coaching staff. You know, they're all down there. Andrew Russell, actually, mm -hmm. I don't know if you met him. He's the high performance manager. Bald guy. Bald guy. Yep. Unbelievable guy. Mm -hmm. So there was a quote, before I finish that story, there's a yeah. quote that I love the most that he tells, and I'd say this is probably my favourite thing that yeah. I've learned on any shows. And it's not not learnt, but just that he said. And this sums you up mm. and what you've spoken about and, and the quotes you already do. But he said, I said to him, what separates? This was like nearly off the mic, by the way. I was sort of yeah. at the end. I sort of finished. And I was like, oh, by the way, like what separates the best athletes you've ever worked with, mm. with just the athletes? And it was like clockwork. He said, the best athletes just rock up. He said, no matter what day it is, no matter if they're tired, no matter if they're sore, mm. no matter if they, they're not feeling well, they just fucking rock up mm. and they get it done. And it was so simple and like yeah. poetic. I was just like, fuck, like, so I, just need to keep, I just need to keep showing up. Keep showing up, mate. It's like we made shirts, just keep yeah, showing up. Yeah, you did. I've Goose got bumps. one. Um, sorry, to get back to that point, you'd had, you're starting to do a bit of like talking and educating with, with those sorts of people. Is that yep. something that you're like, is that, I don't want to, because I imagine every fucking person listening is going to want to do that. But are you doing that a little bit? Now? Yeah, I am for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also like make hay when the sun shines too. Yeah. I need to, I need to, if I'm going to go like and do this, I need to make money. I yep. also need to, it's not what it's about. Definitely. It is about um, educating and giving, a, I guess, a unique piece of information for someone and, and uh, inspiration for them. But yeah, even with Carlton, it was just this, I've, I've done public speaking, but not to what I have done yep. and um, mate within five minutes I had every eye on me mm. and I knew I had the room and that was really powerful for me the mm. first ever I knew I had a presence which was really fucking cool um, and what was the bloke's name again Andrew Russell Andrew so yeah. um, it's a Q&A Q&A yeah. Q&A Andrew goes mate I'm going to say something <laughs> and I went yeah and he's like so Vossi's already asked questions and Andrew goes day 11 you were done I knew you were done I thought Nah, and then my kids went, nah, he'll get it done. He goes, no way, no fucking way. And he goes, how did you, he was, he started off with, how did you get it done? Uh, and then he goes, no, I, I, you, you were out. My boys were saying, you're sweet, but you, you know, I was like, he was out. And I said, and you're the fucking reason I got it done. And everyone laughed because I, I said, the doubters, mate, I love the fact that people say you can't do this. Yeah. I love the, 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 yes, the people who say, yes, you can. But we, I put so much weight to the naysayers, and then then I was grabbing all these things, and he's just like, everyone's laughing. Yeah. He's goes, good answer. He would have loved that. Yeah. he would have absolutely loved that. Yeah, because you were an inspiration for my boys and for me. So yeah, thank you. mate, I'm, that's incredible. Fuck, yeah. got goosebumps there as well. Yeah. Huge. Mm. Um, the money raised. Yep. What was it like? What I know, it's still going now. Like, yeah. where, where are we at with that? It's it's about it's a bit over two and a half mil. Light work, mate. It's crazy. Man. That's so good. It was wild. Honestly. Well, have you seen any, like, the reap the benefits of what that's done for, 
you know, the organisations yet? Yeah. Like what, where, where does it going to? What's happening with it? For sure. So in right now, they're kind of in that planning phase because- Because yeah. they've probably never had that much no. money before. And even, even you can plan for a million, but even two and a half, it's a million and a half extra, right? Mm. I mean, it's a lot of money. Um, all volunteers, they're all, I think I said this on the, on the one before, but they're all 15 or so volunteers, quite literally just, they're all young wanting to help. And this money, like they've, they've only ever had 15 grand raised in a year. That was, Jesus that was the most Christ. amount of money they've ever had access to. And then, yeah, I don't know the percentage on that, but it's a bit of an increase. Um, I think it's like 20%. Yeah. At least, at least 22. <laughs> I think. And so. Yeah, it's just straight away, like their ability to go, oh, fuck, we can help, right? We can go buy a yeah. phone for this bloke. We can go and – because their thing is conversation. That's where they – that's where it's it's core is. And the whole homelessness, it's like the main – obviously no home is the issue, but the lack of address um, doesn't allow for a bank. Can't, you can't, can't yeah. open a license. bank account license. You can't apply for a job. And so there's multiple things that – as well as the fact you don't have a home. So – it's all about conversation and starting this and then allowing like two and a half million is going to just change lives, mate, change mm -hmm. lives. And this organization will be able to we'll put them on the map for one and two, they'll be able to actually make the change they want to do. So um, like on the donation raising, like that was, we, we, I think like I'd push it and I'd be like, you know, raise, donate money here. And we, we got 300,000 a day, like 30 maybe. And we got to day 42 and I was at like 450,000. It's like, let's go. And it just all of a sudden, just bang, bang. We're at a million at day, um, day like 46. And then we're at 1.7 mil when I hit Bondi. And then we're at 2 mil when I, you know, unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Mind blowing. So cool, man. So good. And I, I feel like as well, I, I always knew people would donate at the end because that's what people do. Yeah. It's always a big influx when the bloke or the person is getting it, going to get it done. Um, but yeah, I, I never, never thought in my wildest dreams, two and a half mil. And that, but again, it's only the start. Like I'm, I see this being my whole life and yeah. we'll be raising money and helping and maybe not even down the raise money, give it to a charity and that's the end of it. It's more like I want to set up your own stuff. Yeah. Whether it's my own charity or set up a foundation where we can like, yes, the homelessness side. And I would love to keep making waves in that, but also the whole, if I'm going to go and inspire, inspire kids and start programs and do this. I think there's so much growth to do where I don't have to be a fucking sparky twisting cables. Mm, the world's your oyster. Yeah, and it feels like it at the moment. Hey, my sojourner oyster. My sojourner oyster. <laughs> so the world is a sojourner oyster, my yeah, friend. That's absolutely. exciting. Yeah. Um, so what's plans over the next like, sort of month now? I know it's a bit of a recovery phase. Yep. Um, it's going to be hard to keep you on your ass for too long. Have you got yeah. any things? Are you going to go on a holiday or anything? Um, we just went on a holiday at Where'd Port Douglas. Oh, yummy. Yeah, it was very nice. In your budgie very hot, very yeah. sunburnt, so mm. that was good. Um, but I'm actually going to head out to Forbes when – I'm just kicking my neck. Um, mm. Head out to Forbes when the floods die oh, down. Mate, yeah. yeah, talk us through that. Um, I saw this just on your story before you came um, in. This is, just, this is yeah. so fucking crazy. It's, it's so um, sad. Yeah, it is. It's It's been quite wet out there, but the – Wyangala has opened, which is the dam upstream, um, and they've never let out any more than 100,000 megalitres a day, and they've let out 230,000 megalitres a day. Yeah. Um, it's Ravaju Gaura, which is the town upstream from Forbes. Um, 750 people live there, and 150 had to get lifted off their homes by chopper. Um, homes were floating down the, the, the river. Um, so, yeah, it was. it's quite daunting the task of what's going to have to go down, but I'm going to head out there and try and help and maybe do some fundraising out there. And, um, I'll, you know, it's, it's hard right now. I'm not going to go run and try and donate for that. Yeah. But I, I've spread the word and getting people to, you know, spend local and yeah, I saw that mate, and I saw you put up a, a story and we'll, we will reshare this as well. There's a shit ton of local businesses in yeah. that area. Yeah. Um, you can buy online. Absolutely. So you can, you. I'll get them off you after this, and yeah, we'll, we'll, sure. we'll make sure we put them in the show notes. Make yep. sure we we do it because it's really sad, mate. Like my a good friend Andrew Walker, um, and I've got a lot of family, uh, family and friends up uh, in the Victorian Victoria. region oh, yeah. of like Echuca and yep. around yeah, that yeah, who yeah, are just yep. are copying it um, terribly at the moment as well. Yeah. Which it's fucking just crazy. It's gnarly. Man. It's the um, floods at the moment, but it's it's, it's also like. You can't really prepare for that shit. No. Flash flooding, it's it's yeah. And so they're 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 now survival mode. It's like it's not, you know, the worry about being hot or cold at night's not a not an issue now. It's about getting clothes and food and staying fucking warm. That's um that's the main issue. Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, I think there's a heap of GoFundMe's for people and all this. And it's like really hard to know where to funnel money. So I think in a few weeks they'll know and yeah. then we'll have a proper answer to that and be able to get onto it. And experience from like with the fire situation as well is like even pre-booking accommodation and going and visiting towns when yeah. you know things are going to be Absolutely. okay. So it's like getting that sort yeah. of thing back on. For sure. It's, it's more like, right, that's all I was preaching on the yeah. story today was just buy local. You might not be able to get your stuff till next fucking February. Yeah. But that's fine. Just, yeah. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be fine. And Love just it. get your money in and yeah, start um getting the um revenue raise in around in there and moving. Mm, so mm, yeah. Mm, good things. Yeah. Mate, I um I really appreciate it. I Thanks honestly really me, do. Mate. Um just quickly before we finish up, where, how how can we contact you for anything now? Like I can imagine the DMs sliding um, heavily. Is there an email or something that we can yeah, message you or whatever? Uh, it no, is? I am I'm pretty good at replying. You good? Um yep. yeah. If you're gonna cool. reach None of you guys listening can reach out to I me. Mean, I won't reply, but yeah, do, do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But if anyone wants to book you for a talk or something yeah, like that, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. um, I go through my Instagram. I'm sure, yep. someone will get onto it if I don't. Yeah, yeah, yep, awesome, sure. love it, mate. Um, I'd be fucking doing that if I was you guys listening. I, I couldn't believe it. So um, thank you again, brother. Thank Honored you, mate. to uh, have you in again. And I think um, you don't really have a choice. You sort of got to keep coming back and yeah. we'll keep updating <laughs> on everything we're doing, man. But That's what I'll stick with. Um, you, yeah, you. incredibly, incredibly. Uh, blessed and honoured to to know you and to experience and and be just be watching it and um, what you've done, it's uh it's outstanding. Mate, should be extremely proud of yourself. So I'm thanks, mate. I'm, I'm I'm really really happy. Thanks for being part of the journey. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. To the moon. Yeah. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in. Ily XX. <laughs> <laughs>